to another episode of the Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. I'm Caleb, reporting live from Colorado with Amy. <laughs> yes, hello everyone, I'm here too. <laughs> yes, I decided to go ahead and take the intro this time, mix it up a little bit. You know? I know, you do, I feel like whenever you choose to take the intro, you like, you just dive in and you just go. Yeah, well You're we like, I'm taking these reins. We don't really talk a whole lot about what these episodes are going to be before they happen, unless it's like... Um, one of our Untitled Read series, mm-hmm. which we just released a new one on 1984, mm-hmm. a very thought-provoking book. And a book. very... A very thought-provoking book. And a very thought-provoking podcast as well, I would say. Yes. I think uh, we learned a lot about the book um, and ourselves. And, it just makes... Yeah. I don't know. When you're like forced to talk about it, you kind of have to dive deeper Yeah, it's cool. I've read it. it. I've read that book like four or five times now in my life. And still, I've never had a discussion like we did on the podcast about it. Yeah. Like that. And yeah. it was really cool. That was cool. That was cool. So, that is the most recent episode we released. Do you remember the what the one before that was? Absolutely not. Uh. There's no way. If that, I mean, I think we missed a week of a podcast. So, yes. now we're looking at like three weeks ago. And three weeks ago in van life might as well be last year. Well, the one we released before that, which was the last van life series one which is what this episode is yes um it was about our foraging experience oh yes yeah very yeah. cool yeah wow does that feel like a long time ago no it actually doesn't to me either it actually doesn't but no. i think that's because we're still in the same area that we were when we recorded that episode but we have not stayed here this whole time a lot has happened since i guess that a time. Lot. i mean we've traveled like thousands of miles that's that's a lot via the air <laughs> not via santiago the van <laughs> yes yes we flew to florida for a week yeah um but now we've been back in colorado for over a, a week, week mm-hmm. which is crazy mm-hmm. happy monday to all you listeners out there <laughs> it is monday are you a happy august 30th i'm one of those happy people. day guy yeah and then friday friday you're I'm a, big on friday no big rap guy love me some raps no but we did just take our first like trip with both of us well i actually i guess it isn't the first but it was definitely the longest trip with both of us like leaving the van and flying somewhere since we moved into the van yes we'd done it for a weekend back in april um but that was super quick like it was a friday to sunday it was like two nights literally yes this time around though we were gone for a week and that was that felt different well, I felt, yeah, it felt different because we were going all the way across the country, mm-hmm. um, yeah, for a week, mm-hmm. and we would have to find someone to watch our dogs for a week and something to do with the van. We had never, like, really taken on this kind of travel before yet mm-hmm. in the van. I mean, it didn't have to happen last year, and then this year, we were like, yeah, let's try and make it happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we found someone to watch the dogs for a week, and then we just parked long-term parking at the airport yeah. with the van. I've had multiple people ask me this, um, like, what do you do with the van when you are flying um, or when you're going somewhere far away? And we've only done, had to do it once. We're both, we've, there have been times where like one of us was gone, so obviously the other one stayed with the van, but only one other time did we both fly out and have to leave the van. But once again, it was just two nights, it was for a weekend, and we were leaving it in the shop to get some work done. Like, we intentionally figured it that way that is right i was like did we leave it in the airport no 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 ended up backfiring on us though because it wasn't ready by the time we got back from that trip and you can listen all about that in our previous episode the homeless week episode is that what it's called 
I think so. <laughs> fact, Aaron, Aaron, can you please fact check? Thank you. Aaron, what's up, dude? Start of the season's coming up. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if he's ready for that, if he's busy fact checking yes. our podcast. We gave him a lot week. of work. I know, but, and he's trying to be become the Jeopardy host. Like, I know. dude, this guy's got a. He's what got, can't he do? I don't know. <laughs> but that weekend, we had left at the shop. So this was, and we tried to do that this time around just for like future mate like preventative stuff nothing yes just some you know like on wood normal maintenance it's like hey let's get you know the transmission serviced on the van while we're gone for a week so like the dealership can hold on to the van while we fly away it seemed like it would work out we kind of saw it as an opportunity yes yeah. or at least like it didn't yeah yeah, a little up. It wouldn't put us out because we were, weren't going to be in the van anyways. Right. It would be a place to keep the van, so yeah. And they hopefully went. they would have more than enough time to take care mm-hmm. of it, uh, and we wouldn't have to get back and then be homeless again. We and would I be able to get our van back immediately. I wouldn't feel like I need to call them every like hour to figure out what's going on, because yes. I feel stressed. Because we're just waiting around <laughs> on it. Yeah, so we tried to do that, and they told me that they were like six months out for service schedules and like LOL. i don't know yeah lol like what the hell is that huh? <laughs> they're like come back in january i'm like january? <laughs> january how do they even know they have that much work i yeah i don't know there's no way they're like are you they must be slow i don't know but anyway so we dropped that as an option and i think ideally too like if that couldn't happen. I think my next ideal option would be to like leave it parked in a friend's driveway. Like well, that. we talked about that. Well, we I know. talked about trying to ask somebody if we could leave in their driveway, and there's just like certain rules behind doing that. Like you have to have a certain size driveway. Well, yes. To be able to park it legally. Well, those are like HOA rules, so they're gonna vary depending on the neighborhood. But yes, yeah, some neighborhoods, yeah, have have regulations around parking big vans or RVs or trailers or whatever in your driveway. But really, I think the main issue with that was like, we were flying out of Denver and like none of our, a lot of our friends have moved from Denver. So like we had more friends in Denver than we do now. The ones we still do have, none of them live in houses really. And if they do live in a house, they don't really have a driveway. They just have like an alley. So, and then even if they did have all that stuff, they would still be like an hour away from the airport. Yeah. So they would add yeah. complications into like, no, we got to find an hour Uber to the airport. Like, you yeah, know, we'd spend a lot of money. So I mean, yes, we did spend a lot of money on parking, but yeah, I felt more comfortable leaving it in the airport long-term parking lot than I did like, parking it on the street somewhere oh, at sure. a friend's house or even in the friend's drive like j- just the van being left on the street or in a driveway just just didn't feel good a driveway feels better to me a street that that makes me a little nervous so yeah so anyways we did end up going with the airport long-term parking and it worked out great and it was of course super convenient because yeah we just drive to the airport park and walk get all of our park, stuff uh, you, pack. <laughs> yeah you, we packed in the airport we parking packed lot in there because we can because everything we need to pack yes. is right here so Which, we can just pack in the airport parking lot did we make food no we no, didn't, we make, didn't food. make food but we could have <laughs> but this is another weird thing um with like being in the van and just something i've noticed is like whenever i do fly or like have to pack for a trip where i'm not gonna have the van it's really hard to pack really hard. because you might think it's easy because we don't have a lot of options. Like, we don't have a lot of clothes to have to choose from. And, like, mm-hmm. all those things are true. But 
we are so used to literally having everything that we own with us 24-7. Yes. So this, so once you realize, oh, I'm not going to have every... It's like, it's a very all or nothing mindset, I guess. It's like, oh, if I'm not going to have everything, like, I don't even know where to start then with packing. Whereas when you live in a house, obviously you cannot take everything with you. So you just, you kind of know how to pack better, I think. I lost that moving into I the I mean, t- technically our lives are packed. Mm. You know, like everything we have, we've packed into the van. So yes. like we've already packed it. So <laughs> like, no, I, I feel the same way you felt, um, especially with weddings. Like when I was up in Washington, yeah. like I'm starting to get spoiled by having all of my equipment I could ever need just within walking distance of the job, the job site, you know, mm-hmm. it's and like anything else I could need. If we want to go cook lunch, if we're hungry mm-hmm. and need a break, all of our food's right there. Yeah, and we don't have to pack snacks. Yeah, we don't have to pack snacks, mm-hmm. but... I, I feel that just like a little twinge of like doubts, you know, when I when I was like up in Washington for a, a few days shooting, I was like, I mean, I I don't really have a checklist anymore of like equipment to pack because it's always just right there. If I if I forget something, like I can't forget something because it's already packed yeah. in the van. Yeah. And we have the van everywhere, so. That is a little, you know, little tricky complication there. No one talks about that in no van talks, life. No one talks about how once you pack for the van life, it's hard to pack again for a trip outside of the van. <laughs> oh, we need to get conversation going around first this. First world van life probs. <laughs> well, anyways, we were able to pack. We packed in the parking lot. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, we got to the airport super early. Most people would like doing that but also hate doing it it's a weird love hate relationship what getting the airport early yes like people feel like they should like you like getting who, to the airport. who are people okay amy <laughs> loves getting to the airport very early yes like honestly if i am like let's get there three hours early she's like yes 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 yes, yes. thank you uh even though two has always been the uh the wives' tale. That's my... Well, two hours is my minimum. Like Minimum. For sure we're going to get there two hours. Yes. But you would be very comfortable if I was like three, four oh, yes. hours early. Like, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Like, keep mm-hmm. going. Um, <laughs> but like, you like to get there early because you hate what it would feel like not getting there early. Yes. So yes. It's, that's what I'm saying. It's a love-hate thing. You love getting there early, but you hate it. I don't hate getting there early. You hate what would happen if you didn't get there. Yes, what happened if It doesn't I feel didn't. like a very pure motive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're talking about airports here, so. But, and we both like airports. Yeah, and I mean, that's another thing, too. And I'm glad you do. Like, you aren't as worried as I am in terms of getting there early, but mm-hmm. you don't. You always say you like airports. So I would think you would like getting there early to, like, hang out. Like, you say you like, yeah. Getting there, people watching. I mean, Denver. Denver has the best airport restaurant. I guess Seattle's got a good one too. But like, go to your favorite restaurant, have a beer, maybe have a snack, or like. Well, that's the problem. We end up doing that stuff, which is what I like. But then the food and beverage scene in airports (laughs) is—it's honestly like a stadium scene on crack. (laughs) (laughs) I love people who use the word like crack, and they never tried crack. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's like. Uh, I just saw recently on a, <laughs> an article that a uh, 
what's one of the airports in New York that's really big? LaGuardia. LaGuardia mm -hmm. had a uh, was selling the Sam Adams Summer Shandy for twenty eight dollars. What? And like people like literally someone like I don't know like they were reviewing the process because someone like filed a legal complaint being like. That is absurd. Yes. But that is kind of airport food and beverage for you. Like, what size was it? I, like, tell I, me at I mean, least 24 I, ounces, please. 24, I think restaurants go, or they're like 16 and 20 are the the <sighs> airport pours there on beers. But yeah, it was $28 for oh one beer. Gosh. But remember, when we were in Chicago, well, that's years different, back, different. true, it was a very strong beer, like 18% mm -hmm. alcohol and, it was like and a specialty. Reserve, yes. But it was like 18 to 20 bucks for but, uh, a 10-ounce pour of that, and I got it. But see... I got it. That's see? why I don't think people could like get upset about that because... Or like I don't think you could take legal action because of the alcohol content. Like It was so high because of its limited quality, yes. like how much they made. But that a was twenty-eight dollar Sam Adams Summer Shandy or whatever it was. It was something like that. It was just like a normal mm -hmm. summer beer, and yeah, someone had like exposed a place in uh, the airport for selling it for twenty-eight dollars. No matter what size, that is ridiculous. Well, shit, it's a good thing we weren't flying to LaGuardia. All I'm saying is, <laughs> by the time we get on the plane, we've spent a lot of money. <laughs> Or not, more money than... And not gotten a lot of alcohol or food. <laughs> not gotten a lot of alcohol or food. Not probably gotten the best alcohol or food. And now I have to pee three times when we're on the plane. So do you like airports? I hate them. <laughs> All this to say is I'm really the one who hates airports and I like getting there early. And yeah. <laughs> well, we weren't going to LaGuardia. We flew to Florida to go to the beach. With my family. Yeah, it was like our first vacation in a few years. Yeah, I... Or it felt like our first vacation in a few years. I really was like, I heard you say that, and I was really like sitting with it, and I don't think I could have or would have come up with those words, because like a voice in my head would be like, you live in a van, like you get vacation, quote unquote vacation yes. all the time, because yes, we can go wherever we want to go, and there are some trips... I mean, obviously there are lots of trips that are work trips, but then there are some trips where it's like, no, we're like meeting friends or hanging out with friends mm -hmm. or friends come visit us. You know, like when my dad came out and we were at the Grand Canyon, but it still, still in a way doesn't feel, those did not feel like a vacation. Like I would not have put the word vacation on it. I think it was leaving everything behind, like leaving the van behind, leaving the dogs behind, flying to a totally different state, a totally different environment. Basically, we were trapped in Florida. <laughs> trapped. <laughs> no, but it was like a period of where, you know, it does feel that way. When we were at Florida, I remember thinking back to like, okay, what we were doing, like, because I said that and I mm -hmm. thought about it, like, this is our first vacation in a while. And I was like, well, what was I doing last week? And I was like, I was paddleboarding every day on the shore of the lake mm -hmm. and just laying out and doing yoga in the sun uh -huh. and, and working here and there and like going on hikes on the Colorado Trail. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a blurred line for us, I think. It's a blurred line for, I think, anyone. It's hard, I think, I, at least up till now, like while we've been in the van, it's hard to... Yeah, it's a blurred line. It's hard for there to be, like, a hard, this is vacation, this is not, while in the van. Or even, like, this is weekend, this is not. Yeah. Like, our days just come as they do. It's not, they're not, like, set by a certain schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than, like, jobs we have to be at. But, yeah, that one just felt different because, yes, we had flown and, like, the only intent of our time there was to just 
vacation. Yeah. I guess. Um, I think that's that's I think that was the main meat of yes. it. Yes, and that's where I was the like, main I haven't of it. done the main tofu. <laughs> wow, you're so fucking vegan. <laughs> that is, we're gonna just start changing all of our our sayings to like. Just the way that came out, tofu. I was like, wait, that didn't sound the right. The main meat of it. That is the tofu. <laughs> the main tofu of it. Extra firm, firm. What what kind are we working with here? Pre cooked tofu. Far. That's too far. Too far. <sighs> okay. But no, I think you're right. Yes, that was our main intention. Like, when people have come in, when people have come (laughs) and visited us, or like we've been, maybe we went to a spot just like, for example, like Telluride. Like, that was a spot. We didn't have a job there. It was not on the way to anything. We just had free time and wanted to go to Telluride. So we did. Or like when we went to the Saguaro Forest for like a week Mm -hmm. or a a few nights. And And it's like, like, we're going to go back here. It's just going to be a little like. Yeah. A little like retreat. A little retreat, yes. But even then, it's still, I don't know if I would classify those as like vacation. Like, I don't yeah. know, there's something different. There was something different about going, yeah, to the beach, to Florida. Well, it's just like if we're living in the van while doing those things, like the van life is always a chore. Or it's a, a job, constant or chore. Or work. It now, really is. And then, yeah, I, uh, I think, I don't know if we ever talked about this on the podcast, but I read the blog about the girl hiking the PCT, mm-hmm. and she was talking about what that is like, the Pacific Coast Trail. And she Pacific was, Crest Trail. Pacific Crest Trail. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was just saying how pretty much the whole time is just one big chore. Yeah. Like everything you do in a day is a chore, and if you don't complete those chores, you're like you're not going to be able to do it. Like You have to do that day in and day out, and that kind of... like living in the van even days when we're parked for a few days for a few days it's still that's like on the back of your mind I like think... okay when are we gonna run out of water and mm-hmm. have to go get provisions mm-hmm. we're like already having to like switch out water tanks there's i mean like hand pumping water is a chore mm-hmm. to wash dishes mm-hmm. i think um i mean every you're right every little thing like even i think you could just spend a whole day in the van like not just like living and it felt like it feels like a chore like you could not do a good chore though. you could in the not best way yeah Yes, but I think that is why, yeah, it never feels like vacation. Because, yeah, you could not do any, like, professional work all day. Uh-huh. You could just not do any of that big. Today, I'm just going to, like, live. But, like, yeah, 75% of what you have to do to live, like, eating, cleaning up, going to the bathroom. All the simple processes. They're are chores. Just, they feel like chores in the yeah. day. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just... So we I didn't have was, to do any yes, of that for a week. We had a vacation from van life. Mm-hmm. A vacation. Vacation. A vacation. And I had not had one of those in a long time. Well, how was your vacation from van life? It was great. I feel very refreshed. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really good. Yes. <laughs> we yeah. should have taken one sooner, maybe, than like 13 months no, in. sooner rather than later. Okay. It's, you know, but it's just, like we were saying, it's hard. We gotta find people to watch your dog. We gotta think mm-hmm. about where we wanna park the van. Mm-hmm. We gotta pack when everything's already packed. <laughs> and that's definitely We gotta hardest. double pack. Yeah, we gotta double pack. We gotta unpack <laughs> what's packed and then repack it in something smaller. I don't get it. Yeah. No, but, but it was, it was a great trip. It was very, very fun. And I, it was like equal parts relaxing and really, f- like, fun Yes, it was just a good segment. I mean, not only the locale, like we've talked about how we we haven't been to like a tropical beach. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been in years. But I had definitely either, haven't but been yeah. since like living in the van and mm-hmm. definitely not in the van. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then so like that's new and then like our yeah our goal was just to like hang out with our friends and family and then just like vacation and like have fun and then relax and do whatever and like that it's it's good to take time like that i think i think that's what kind of like coming out of it now i'm like man we should do we should like be more intentional with like making sure that happens kind of like with how we're intentional about staying in an airbnb every month Mm -hmm. it's like we should have a segment of time I don't know if it's a week or a week and whatever we feel like we need like per year or something where it's like, Hey, you just got to block it out and just let go. Yeah. Let it be. And Vac- we, vacation. And you know what? Peace and palm trees, baby. Find your beach. What other slogans can I throw in here? I think, I think you hit them all. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like we were really good about like, I feel like you and I did that really, really well for a long time. Too well. Like probably. we vacationed When we were in Nashville, we vacationed a lot. A lot. And like, and I remember we were both working in restaurant, a restaurant at that time. And I remember like one of my coworkers just being like, like, man, you just like, how do you take so many vacations? And like, and I, I'm at that time, my mindset was like, it really helps my mental health. Like it helps me at work. Like I'm able. It does. We get back and we be able to work like so much and not feel like we were working a lot. Yes. It was like, I'm able to like enjoy my job and enjoy my life. Just in general, I think because I, like, take so much time to vacation or to relax or to let go, yeah. whatever word you want to use. Yes, I remember that that time in my life, and mm-hmm. it felt, it, that, it definitely felt like it was serving a purpose. Yeah. And, like, benefiting all other aspects of my life that you don't bring to vacation or to relax with you. But when you go back to them and revisit them you like feel the ripples you feel the effects yes i definitely feel the ripples and that was one thing i was curious of like going in because yeah it was like one day <laughs> i remember the day we were like here we go packing up again like packing up and leaving our spot in colorado to like start making our way to the airport mm-hmm. and it's like we were deflating the paddleboard and i just been paddleboarding that morning mm-hmm. and had been already wearing a swimsuit all week <laughs> and you know hiking on the call i foraging and all this stuff and it's like that life it doesn't feel separate like i get lots of recreation Mm -hmm. and like fulfilling activities that feel like people would do on vacation i mean we literally park in spots where people come in vacation you can see them they will like pull up in their fifth wheels with their families and like stay for a week Mm -hmm. a week Mm -hmm. a week a week and like I hope they, they stay awake. <laughs> yeah, I hope they stay awake too. They, they can sleep. do whatever they want. It's their vacation. But literally, you, you'll like see people parked right beside us, and it's like, oh, they are here specifically on like a week vacation to the lake. Yeah, and that's really cool. I'm like, well, we've just been living here for the past month. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, this is just our. It's become our day to day. And so I was kind of curious to see how that would feel. And I just think all the like, it was so compartmentalized of us being away, like away from the vans. Like that was not a worry, or even a thought. And even the dogs were like, they don't have to worry about the kids, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then, yeah, just getting to like, you know, one thing we don't do a whole lot in the van either is hang out with groups of people for multiple days in a row. Like yeah. we might see people here and there one day, but it's not like, oh, we're spending time with these people for a week or like multiple days and just hanging out all day. Yeah. Like we, that, I mean, I don't know if it, if that happens even more in society after last year as yeah. much, but, uh, which is, I think, one reason we haven't gotten a lot of it. But mm-hmm. also being in the van, you are a little more isolated from those You have events. to work a little harder to make those things yes. happen. So, like, it was that was very different, too. Like, mm-hmm. talking to other people that is not just you was <laughs> so good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like no, talking sure. to you. Obviously, we're, like, 
59 episodes into this podcast, we <laughs> oh. like talking to each other, right? <laughs> yes. At this point, and yes. 14 years into our relationship. 13. 13. Good try. Well, it's kind of like the, uh, was it the West Side, the Wayside Stories from... Wayside, Wayside School? West, West Wayside Stories from... West Side School or something? Louis Sackar. I know what yes. book you're talking about. Uh, Wayside Stories from Wayside School. Whatever. Something like that, where they didn't Aaron, have... A, Aaron, please, bro. You elementary else going on. literature. Let, let Jordan Love take the reins. The Packers don't even want you. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that that school building did not have a thirteenth floor. So uh-huh. I'm just saying we've already we. Skipped. Oh wow, that was a lot. <laughs> <For that. laughs> so we've been together fourteen years. Does okay. anyone comprende? Okay. See, si, se veo a tu mamá. Uh, so. We got back from vacation, though, like a week ago. It's been yeah. about a week. And I'm that... 32 now. Happy oh. birthday to me. Oh, my gosh, babe. Yes. yes. Your birthday has happened. I know. It did happen. How was your birthday? Great. Good. It happened. <laughs> and, yeah, we're back in Colorado. Yeah, you don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Not a big birthday guy over here. But, yeah, we're back in Colorado. <laughs> and, okay, I do want to bring this up just because it was, like, the craziest experience. One Ooh. of the craziest experiences we've had in the van. Oh, oh yes. You we've know what had, I'm talking about. Well, it's been an interesting week. We've we've, okay. we've lost a lot of important members <sighs> of what yes. van life used to be, as well as had some very interesting encounters with wildlife. <laughs> I think is that that's what you're referring to. Yes, it is. And you're about to tell this story. Yes. Go. Okay. Oh man, man. So yes. Interesting little wildlife encounter. We had just gotten to this spot and we were setting up. So we'd been here for like maybe a couple hours. It's about 5 p.m. in the afternoon. So the sun is still out because it is August. The sun is still like two and a half hours from setting. So very much. Very out. Daylight. Very out. And I don't know what we're doing. We're hanging out in the van. We do have the big sliding door open, which we keep open pretty much all day unless it's it's... open right now if you if you like listen really closely and turn your volume all all the way up you can probably hear the wind rustling Mm. the leaves that was me (laughs) okay did you hear that no one i don't know we'll see (laughs) anyways it's about 5 p.m in the afternoon and this is a key detail and we've got our door open and all of a sudden we like kind of look out in this bat is like flying around like crazy. And this is very odd because bats are obviously nocturnal animals. So flying at 5 p.m. when the sun is like over two hours away from setting is very uncharacteristic and very not natural for them. Well, my old ass eyes now thought it was a hummingbird originally. (laughs) uh, When it originally flew. Because, yeah, it wasn't. I mean, we see bats nightly. We see bats um, frequently, but it's always... Anyone it's, sees bats frequently. If you're you just in, don't know it. Yeah, you just yeah. don't know it. If you should go outside around the evening time, you'll probably see a bat. Yeah. Um, They're really... Yes, they are not that rare to see, but you always see them at night, and they normally are just... Or evening. They normally are just minding their own business. Like, they're not bothering you. They're just... No. They look like birds who don't know how to fly because they yes. can't see. And they're, but their flying is very, like, they're here one second and then they're gone. Like, you know, it's... And this one was, like, came up to the van and, like, hovered around it. Like a hummingbird. Like a hummingbird. Yeah. In the way I was, like... And then kind of, like, disappeared. And I was, like, what was that? Yeah. 
and kind of flew off a little bit and then ended up coming back. It ended up like attaching itself to the outside of our van, like where our sliding door opens and closes. And it hung there for like a few seconds, like long enough for you to get your phone out long and get a video. For, I pulled out my phone and got a video for like two seconds before it like flew at me. Yes, flew at you and then flew away for, I don't know, a few more seconds. Then, this is where it gets crazy, y'all. He flew into the van Would while you say I was. This is batshit crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> Keep going. Flew into the van. Batshit crazy. <laughs> flew into the van with me standing in here. So I'm just in this confined space and I see it coming in and I scream. Like, I don't scream. I'm not a very loud. It wasn't like a blood curdling scream, though. I was pretty impressed. I don't, it was still a I scream, would... and I just don't ever scream. Like, I alarmed myself, I think, with the noise that came out. Uh-huh. I don't think it wasn't blood curling, but still, it was just a noise I do not ever make. It was more like a, oh my God, <laughs> kind of thing. No, I mean, I didn't, I might have screamed that, but I definitely also just screamed, like, no words. And I, like, just, I don't know what, I think I just, like, covered my face. I don't really know what I did. And then I, like, opened my eyes, and I noticed it is on my shirt. It has landed on my tank top. What a great 10 of 10 landing yes. spot. He stuck the landing and kept his landing stuck for a very <laughs> long time. So I immediately notice he's on my tank top. I like pull it off of my body. And so I'm just like holding the bottom. Or pull it away from your body. Yeah, pull it away from my body. The tank top is still on, but like it's not touching my so skin. So you are now wearing a bat. Yes. And I walk out of the van and I show you <laughs> and like, I'm kind of freak. I'm like, it's so weird in those moments. You know, it's like, I was definitely freaking out, but I felt I was surprised at how calm I was at the same time. Weird. It is weird. Like it was, it, I mean, it happened just as you said, I love, I still can have like a photographic memory yeah. of that scene playing out from my viewpoint. Cause yeah, it had just landed on the door. I pulled out my phone to like. We already knew it was like being weird and kind of like just the, the fact area. that it was out flying at that time is weird. And then yes, yes the that proximity like, that yes. it was getting to us was weird. We were like starting to get freaked out, and so yeah, I was standing or like walking around the area outside, and I saw it come back in and it literally just did one swoop uh-huh. into the van door, and then I hear you like yeah scream and shout, and you just like come walking out of the van like holding your tank top away from your body, and she's like you're like it's on my shirt. Yeah. I'm like what that is. <laughs> It literally, like, when it flew into the van, I'm not going to lie, I did immediately think of Meredith from The Office. And, (laughs) like, like I just thought of that in the moment. And I was like, I just hope I don't get, it doesn't get trapped somewhere on my body. Yeah. I mean, best case scenario, I guess it trapped itself on my clothes instead of my body. That was best case scenario. What if it landed on, like, our sheets on the van? How would we have been able to get it off? my God. Caleb, I didn't even think about that. Yes. Wow. So, yes, best case scenario, it landed on you, Andrew. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being the volunteer for that. Oh my God. <laughs> so, we were kind of shocked because it was still just staying gripped to my tank top. Like, it was not trying to fly away. It wasn't, like, it wasn't acting like its claws were, like, stuck. Like, it it wanted to be there. It even was, like, It was, like, nibbling on your shirt. It was, like, even nibbling on my shirt. Like, it, like, was eating something. And so we were kind of freaked out. Like, Caleb, you tried to, like, kind of knock it off. 
Yes. At first, I just tried to, like, knock it off your shirt. Um, but he had a strong grip. He was not yeah, letting go. I mean, they're bats. They hang upside down in caves. They yeah. gotta have a strong little grippies. Grippy yeah. things. <laughs> grippy fingers. Yeah. So, we decided to kind of roll it up in my shirt and take it off. Like, it, the spot that it was, we were able to, like, without touching it, like, roll the shirt around it and pull it off of my head. Yes. That part I thought of Meredith as well, because I was like, what if when it's going over my head, it, like, <laughs> gets stuck it's in stuck. my head like it does to her when Dwight puts the bag on her head. Um, but we got it off successfully, and we just, like, <laughs> threw my tank top, like, in this tree area. Or not threw it. We, like, walked it over and set it. In this grassy tree area. Or not grassy. But we were just like, I guess we'll just like leave so it, it just here. A tree? Is that what you're telling me? It was just, it was a, just tree. a tree. With like <laughs> it's not a tree area. It's not dirt. a grassy tree area. It's just a tree. With dirt around. <laughs> and we just like let him sit there on my tank top. And we were like, I guess we'll just like keep monitoring it. And like if he stays here for a really long time, like we'll call the forest service or something. But yeah, well, I mean, we were very, we're not bat experts. Um, but. I think we were both aware that that was not normal bat behavior. One, for the time of day, and then two, just with what it, whatever it was, you could tell it was not really in its right mind. No. Without it was just like kind of like nibbling away at your shirt. And it's and erratic. Not go. And it's erratic flying. Yeah, it's flying. It was like hovering, like I said. It wasn't yeah. like swooping like a normal bat. You know, yeah. bats swoop. Yeah. They don't hover. Yeah. So maybe I am a bat expert. So um, do we're you think, getting there. Do you think it had rabies? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what rabies even is other than it's a disease that you don't want an animal to get or you to get from an animal. It can, I think it can be fatal. Um, but I know that it causes animals to not act normally. Something was up with this bat, whether he had just been like dazed and confused by something, um, or like was actually sickly in some way. Uh, I don't know, but we were like very, I even like put on gloves to like roll him up in your shirt. Yeah. Um, we were being very cautious because it's like, I mean, I've been bitten by a squirrel, so I know all about the rabies. (laughs) That's a story for another day. But, uh, but we kind of dealt with the same type of thing of being like, okay, they have to test the squirrel now for rabies to see if I need to get a rabies shot Mm -hmm. because that squirrel was acting in a weird way. It bit a human. That is not normal. Well, it let me pick it up. Yeah. It like it let me approach it and pick it up. Yeah. Um, and then it bit me. So, yeah. So same here. It's like we, but I knew we had had no contact with yeah. it. Yeah. I hadn't touched anything inside the van other than your shirt. Mm-hmm. So yes, bl- kind of weird, positive. Yeah. That it wasn't clean, stuck clinging to our bed. But yeah, we just left it on the shirt, and it was still there the next morning, kind of just doing the same thing. And then, uh, at some point the next day, it, it was gone. Well, I was kind of weirded out because. The next morning when it was still there, um, like, it didn't look... It looked like... I thought it was dead. Like, it looked lifeless. And then you went and looked at it and you are like, no, like, it's still alive. But, like, it definitely looked like it had suffered. Like, it was losing life. Yeah. Maybe so it was I thought it was just going to die there. And then literally, like, an hour or two later, we went and checked back, like, after having coffee and stuff. And it was gone. So Kona ate it? So I don't... No, I'm no. just kidding. Joke. That was a bad Psych. joke. No, yeah, it I was. It was gone. I don't know whether it just like came to and flew off, or if like. But uh, even if it came to, it was like at that time it was like ten or eleven a.m. Like that's still weird for it to like fly at that time. Well, I mean, that was. He, it's kind of like he had a night out, and now he's got to do the walk of shame home at okay. ten a.m. Okay. It's like, you're gonna be. Maybe he did. Maybe he just got too drunk at a bar with his friends. Went to happy hour at the mountain. 
Albert that's the way Bat he Cave. Was, that's the way he was flying. Yes, for sure. dive bar, and then was just like just passed out on your shirt overnight, <laughs> and yeah. You he know just what? Went back to, he went back to his friends, had a picture of a girl's shirt just on the ground. I was like, look at this. Look at my night. And they're like, bro, you're back at like 10 a.m. Why are you flying in the sunlight? And he's like, I was so drunk. <laughs> that's my bat story. That's that's my hypothesis on what happened. That's a batshit crazy story, babe. <laughs> I like your hypothesis. We'll go with that. Cool. But yeah, he disappeared. Whether another animal came and got him that would want to partake of a bat flesh. What animals? Aaron. Fact check. What animals eat bats? I don't know. Do crows... Would a crow eat a bat? There are lots of crows around here. There's lots of big crows. I mean, a crow yeah. could eat a bat. Yeah. But would they? I don't know. I don't know. Either way. But I knew... I mean, I knew van life was going to put me out of my comfort zone, but I did not know that that, that was an option. I didn't think that... Yeah, I didn't think that was going to be an option either. <laughs> you know? We, it feels like if that would have been an option, like if we were going to have bats flying around us, which because we're around bats a lot, it would have happened already. Yes. Like we see bats, we see tons of bats in Moab. Yeah. And not one has yet mistakenly flown into our van or even gotten close. No, no, no. They do their <laughs> so, own thing. Yeah, they do. Their, yeah, they're not worried about. Like it's like, it's like birds. I mean, like typically birds just do their, like you see them flying around. And they and, like, see you. And they see you, but yeah, they don't care. They just do their own thing. Well, that bat cared about something. He cared about uh, as above, so below. Yes, RIP to that tank top. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, so yes, after the bat was gone and the tank top was just left on the ground, obviously we disposed of it. Disposed of the tank top, made sure that we never did not have any contact with the rabid bat. Or the shirt. Or the shirt yeah. after the fact. And now here we are, sitting on the other side of a bat encounter. But this, to me, is like... One of the craziest parts of the story. What? So, back in January yes. of this year, of 2021, we did a New Year card pulling. And basically what that is, is we just pulled a card from our Animal Spirit deck. Pulled one of those cards for every month for the year. And wrote them all down. And so now, like, whatever month it is, that's what card is on our altar. And that's kind of just, I don't know, a focus area for the month. And... The craziest part is the card that we pulled for August. So we pulled this card back in January in Arizona. I remember the night perfectly. Yes. The card we pulled for August was the bat card. Yeah. I remember that night after like we had set them down. I was like, wait a second. I was like, I need to go check out those cards. (laughs) I was like, I think. And like you had already looked at it at that point. I'm like, it's the bat card. Yeah. That's weird. Yes. Like that. I, yeah, I don't really, I've been like journaling on that and trying to like sift through like what, just there's something there. Like the fact that it was the bat card for August and in August a bat lands on my shirt. Like it happens if we have a close encounter with an animal, I will often like just go pull that card and look at it like in July or when you saw the bear, when I saw the bear, whenever that was, when I saw the bear in Grand Teton National Park. Like, the next day, I, like, went and pulled the bear, like, purposefully pulled the bear card and, like, looked up what it meant. The moose in Crested Butte? But the moose, there's no moose card in there's that no day. There's no moose card? I, had to, I think I did a deer for that one. That was uh. the closest thing. But, um, yeah, typically if we have a close encounter with an animal, I will go, like, intentionally pull. Like, if a dragonfly lands on me or something. Or hummingbird. Or hummingbird. We've looked that one up. But... I've never had it happen the other way around where like the card I pulled for that month or maybe for that week or day or however long I'm doing it 
that animal comes and seeks me out. Like, that was just... Maybe our life is becoming kind of like a Jumanji, where, man, this is the last day of August, or are there 31 days in August? I don't know, nor do I I think there's 31. I think there's 31. (laughs) So, second to last day. Second to last, but uh, do you know what the next card is? Because I'm kind of scared. We should we should double check it. And... Well, do you want to know our card for the year? For so we did one for every month, and then we do one for the whole year. And our card for this whole year was the shark. Well, we've and already we, been to Florida we and just... back with no shark. Bites, so I'm so God. glad I didn't think about that when we were there yeah, because we would have not gotten yes would have not gotten in the water. Yes, yes. <laughs> but but no, I don't know what September's card is. But we'll find out in two we'll, days. Well, stay tuned for our September wildlife but now, encounter. But now, shoot, you're right. For like the rest of the year, whenever we pull a new card, we'll be like on the lookout for that animal. Yeah. I hope it's... That was a very weird coincidence. Synchronicity. Synchronicity. That's probably a better word. Um, but but also kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was cool too because then, of course, I like went back and reread what the back card symbolizes. And yeah, it symbolizes kind of like death and rebirth kind of letting go and stepping into a new light what was it what did it say when you're out of balance as a bat because that bat was super out of balance i don't remember (laughs) but i do remember to get back in the balance the practice was watching a sunrise so so he did he was up all night he watched the sunrise and he was okay and we watched a sunrise at the beach so we did yeah so yeah (sighs) that's what's been going on we survived the bat. We survived Florida. We survived the shark. <laughs> the shark and the bat. The shark wonder, that never came. I wonder what's going to happen this week. Oh man, who knows? It's only Monday. It's only Monday. Happy Monday, people. <laughs> Have I said that? <laughs> Thank you so much for joining this conversation and listening to us. And we love you. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.